Lead and Be Legendary presents A Name Tag is Necessary. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of A Name Tag is Necessary. I am your host, Name Tag Alexander. So before we get into this episode, I want to make sure y'all subscribe, leave a rating, and a review if you can, which is on all of your recommended podcast platforms, which include but are not limited to Apple Podcasts, which I know for sure you could leave a rating or review there. You can't do it on Spotify, but just be sure to follow the podcast on Spotify. And we're on Radio Public. We're on Google Podcasts. Um, I got some of the episodes up on Mixcloud. But check it out. The website is www.leadandbelegendary.net. Of course, Lead and Be Legendary is the platform that presents this show. Um, that's what I wanted to get into. So I got a new joint out. Well, actually, I got two new songs out, both produced by Illingsworth. Shout out to the homie Illingsworth. He reached out. Um, This was, damn, I want to say mid-2021. Reached out, you know, said, yo, man, we should lock in, get some tracks together or whatever. I'm like, all right, we weren't really talking about doing an album or nothing like that. We just wanted to really just do some music together, and pretty much that happened, man. And the joints that came from that was Karate Mill and also Say What featuring Blacksmith. Shout out to Blacksmith from the uh, crew Pasalacqua. Got both those joints out on all the streaming platforms, so make sure y'all go on your uh, recommended stream, uh, streaming platform or wherever you buy music, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever, Spotify. Get it on Bandcamp. You know, they always do the thing for Bandcamp Fridays where the artists get, like, uh, 100% of the revenue, I believe. So definitely there. Um, and then, of course, the website, leadingbelegendary.net. But it's funny because, and I'm getting to what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be a fun episode pretty much, but... It's funny how the uh, the titles for those songs came about for Karate Meal. And it is real, real simple. Probably lazy on my part as a creator um, in, in music or whatever. But Illingsworth sent the joints. Uh, he sent me a, a, a folder of beats, man, like full of beats, right? One of the joints on there was called Dumb Meal. I swear the way he titles his, his instrumentals are hilarious. So I'm just reading to him like, dumb meal. Man, let me click on this one and see what it is. Literally, he sent me like a folder of beats from like A through Z, literally. Um, so I'm in the, the D section of the, uh, of, the, of the beats or whatever. And I'm like, dumb meal. Man, I played it. And it's literally what y'all hear for the uh, karate meal track or whatever. But the reason we called it karate meal was because of the beat itself called Dumb Meal, which is the beat that you hear in the beginning. But then the second track that that uh, that it turns into was a track that he sent me called Children Doing Karate. So I took the beats, spliced them, you know, put them both together. And I'm like, I don't know what to call this song. And in my head, I had the artwork in my mind, whatever, just based off the instrumentals. And that's how the title karate meal came about it means nothing trust me i'm not gonna even try to force it and say yo what this means you know give some deep meaning it's no deep meaning to that i just literally called it karate meal because one of the beats was called children doing karate the other was called dumb meal and there you have it um say what shout out man that's that's one of my favorites i love karate meal but say what man it's a bop to me um you want to know what that beat i want to say I heard I probably heard the beat first, but then Blacksmith ended up rapping on it at a performance that he had. And I was like, yo, 
he needs to be on there. And that's how that came about. Say what clearly because we really don't know what the uh, woman is saying that sampled on the hook. So that's how pretty much that came about. But it's a bot, man. I hope y'all enjoy both joints. If you rock on them, just definitely reach out to me. You know, on social media, I'm on there at name tag Alexander on Instagram and at name tag ALXNDR on Twitter. But listen, man, I'm rambling. So, oh, and merch, merch, before we get into what this episode is, merch. The merch is available. I'm going to put the link in the description. We got the A Name Tag is Necessary uh, t-shirts with the embroidery logo that's on the, um, I want to say on the left side of the shirt, like an actual name tag. Duh. Uh, but yeah, we got the embroidery joints for that with the label, the Leading Me Legendary logo, which is on the inside label. So make sure y'all cop those too, man. We got the stickers online. Look, just I'm going to put the link in the description. Make sure y'all go and, and order some merch. Hold me down, right? Um. This episode, man, we're going to take it to 1982. Reason I say 1982, clearly this was um, before I was born. Well, I ain't going to say clearly because a lot of y'all don't, y'all don't know when I was born, but that was four years prior to me being born. But 1982, because of a tweet that surfaced uh, within the, I want to say this was about a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Cheyenne, a.k.a. Motor City Oprah. She uh, posted a tweet or retweeted. A post that somebody made on Twitter that said, which song stays? It was four songs. Shook me up. It had people on Twitter like they had to make a life decision. It felt like a life decision, but they put which four songs stay. No, which song stays out of these four? Whatever, right? And we're going to get into what the first song was right here. That song that you just heard was Forget Me Nots by Patrice Russian. Um, of course, like I say, obviously it was made in 1982. Patrice Russian, this was released on Elektra. And they said this was R&B post-disco. That was one of the songs that they put up there. So in my mind, I'm playing a song. I'm like, all right. Wasn't really one of my, like, that was a joint. Obviously, as a kid, first time I heard that song was when they sampled it for uh, Men in Black. Will Smith or whatever. Wasn't one of it's a hit, but it wasn't really one of my favorite joints from the 80s. Like, for y'all that don't know, like, I love 80s R&B music. Like, I love it. Um, even post-disco. But maybe that's why this wasn't really one of my favorites, too, because I'm not I wasn't really into like 80s post-disco, if that's if that's what they want to label it. But yeah, released on Electra Records 1982 in April, I believe. Yeah, uh, Patrice Russian. Now, this next song we're going to get into is this right here. Mm-hmm. 
Now that was A Night to Remember by Shalimar. I, I feel like I'm always pronouncing their name wrong. Their group, Shalimar, Shalimar, Shalimar. It always made me think about the Chappelle show skits from a, a sketch from a season two with Charlie Murphy. Like, nah, Shalimar, man, Mickey Free is a girl. Like, it always made me think about that shit. That shit is hilarious. Um, that joint, one of my all-time favorite songs, man. Like, if I had to put together a list of 10 songs that are like my favorites, that's going on there. That mug slap. And and you could tell by, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. But yeah, Shalimar, Night to Remember, released in 1982, originally recorded in 1981. But they called this one too. Now, I said earlier, post-disco is not, you know, one of my favorite parts of the 80s or whatever. But this one, they consider this post-disco. And it just so happens to be one of my favorite, like, songs ever, man. Love the song. This was released on uh, Solar Records. But definitely one of my favorites. Anyway, we're going to get into this next joint. listen to the joe button podcast they play this a lot typically when they get into like the more darker topics or something sad but you hear this a lot classic record outstanding 1982 of november and uh what record label was this on total experience i feel like i heard him say that on a uh, quest love supreme when charlie wilson was on there but that's song number three a lot of people rolled with this one. I was reading the comments. A lot of people went with that one. But although it's a classic, not particularly my favorite. Still a jam, though. Now, this one label post-disco. Clearly, this was uh, more so under funk. Now, song number four. Let's get into that one. Cause I can't love the way that I feel I just can't 
That right there was Love Come Down by Evelyn King, released back in July of 1982. This another one. Now, it's funny because out of the four songs, you had two that were post-disco and you had two that were labeled funk. This one right here was labeled a funk uh, in the funk genre. This one release was released on um, RCA, RCA Records or whatever, or RCA Victor. I don't know how that worked back then. I just know it was RCA. Um, but in the description, it says RCA Victor. So I guess that was like a joint venture or something at that time. Um, I'm going to look more into that. But yeah, now. That was song number four. Now, out of those four, you had, what did we play first? We played Forget Me Nots. We played The Night to Remember. We played Outstanding and Love Come Down. Now, out of those four, on Twitter, they was like, one has to stay. And which one are you basically picking or whatever? It wasn't difficult for me. It didn't really, it, it felt like a life decision at first. Because I'm looking like, yo, these are all the joints. But then I thought, of, I said, this ain't difficult. Easy. A Night to Remember by Shalomar. Man, like one of my favorite songs. Like if I could pick two, I would rock with "A Night to Remember," and my second pick would be "Love Come Down." There's nothing against "Outstanding." It's a classic. It really is. I don't know. Maybe I feel like I heard it too much, but just as far as like which had the harder punch to me, man, them drums on "Love Come Down" and "A Night to Remember." Hands down, I'm going with A Night to Remember. But if I could pick two out the four, I'm going with Love Come Down and A Night to Remember. But at the end of the day, you can only pick one. And I'm not going to say you can only pick one. with that. Like It's clearly hypothetical, but I would definitely roll with A Night to Remember by Shalomar. I thought it was fun just going over that tweet. I sent it in group chats and everything. People were like, yo, why are you doing this? This is crazy. Like, man, I, I can't really choose. I'm like, yeah, you can. It's definitely a night to remember. Now, the funny thing is, in the Twitter thread, a lot of the replies were a night to remember. It was split between a night to remember and outstanding. Clearly, the people that roll with, it was really no wrong answer. I mean, outstanding is the joint. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, I would say the right answer is A Night to Remember by Shalimar. And it was I thought it was dope that all those songs were released in 1982. So now I want to go back out of all the songs that I listen to. I got a, a fire playlist uh, for, for a lot of 80s music um, for R&B and I guess you would say pop for the most part. And now I'm going to go back and really look because I listen to a lot of old school music, but not really pay attention to the year specifically that it came out within that decade. So now I'm going to go to like specific years like what all came out this particular year, like what fire, not just literally all the joints like, oh, I got to go through everything. No, I just want to where's the fire at? I want to find the joints that came out in specific years within that decade of the 80s. And just go off that and just do my research. Same thing with the 90s. Well, 90s is a little different because I guess I can kind of remember a lot that was going on during that time when I was a kid. And, oh, yeah, I know this. I know for sure this came out in 95. But then you might forget. So I do the same with the uh, with the 90s and everything. And the 70s, too. 70s had some joints. 70 def- Obviously, 70s. the 70s uh, decade has some joints. But definitely going to go back and do my research a little more thoroughly for the 80s but i just thought that was interesting that they posted that i don't know if it was intentional but i thought it was dope that all those songs came out in 1982 once again shout out to cheyenne uh, motor city oprah for posting that tweet because that just had me it caught my attention i'm like yo like what and uh, i, I want to say she said the night to remember she's smart she a music head so smart choice but 
Let me know what y'all rolling with. Let me know out of those four which joint would y'all pick that y'all feel would have to stay. If you can only pick one, uh, you could leave a voice note uh, through the Anchor platform. I dropped, well, that link will already be in the description. They automatically post it there when I post the episodes. Or just hit me on social media, man, and let me know which joints y'all thought or which joint y'all thought was the best that you would roll with out of four. Again, the website is www.leadingbelegendary.net. Make sure y'all grab some merch. Check out the music, Karate Mill, and Say What is streaming right now on all your favorite platforms to stream or download music or buy music, as I should say. Shout out to the homie Illingsworth. Make sure y'all hit me up. Again, name tag Alexander across all social media platforms. And I'm out. Peace. A name tag is necessary.